mum for others. Hello, my name is Father Thomas Cachola. Uh, actually, it's my full religious name is Father Thomas Francis Cachola, after our dear Father Francis. I'm originally from America. California is my home in Los Angeles area. And uh, I uh, have had quite a journey uh, towards my priesthood. I've now been a Franciscan friar for 17 years and a priest for eight years. And um, it wasn't the easiest thing <laughs> coming. I've had a long journey. I was a bit more of a, not a real late vocation, but uh, eventually was a little bit later in life. And, you know, part of my journey began uh, when I was in high school. Uh, that's about 16 years old in America. And uh, uh, my brother helped me to go on a retreat. Now, I was never really away from my faith, but I was um, kind of... Uh, you know, practicing and all, but this was kind of a jump start for me. And uh, I went on a silent retreat for just a few days, and it really gave me a, an insight as to a journey that was going on within me at this point. Now, does God really want me to give my life completely to Him? I've never really thought about it at this point, um, and I never really even at that retreat thought a whole lot about the priesthood, but just where was I going in my life? And so during that next year, uh, I was kind of growing, and I would go by and uh, visit the church uh, once in a while uh, after tennis practice. And, you know, I just started to find a real peace that I was finding in the church. And uh, that drawing kept building. And I'd visit the church more often, and I would many times even uh, end up going uh, kind of daily after school. But, but it wasn't until my senior year, we call it a senior year, it would be my final year of high school, year 12, and... It was then that I started to reflect on the priesthood. And during my journey there a little bit, I had a, I had a priest that kind of helped me along a little bit. And uh, when I'd have some questions, he would be there for me. And I had some real, real problems sometimes, not sure how to go about it. Even questioned my faith at times uh, a little bit uh, at that point, but uh, he helped me through it. So then... Uh, I almost went into the priesthood at that point. I, I looked to going to the Los Angeles Diocese. and But by the time uh, I was getting close, I started to question whether I was really ready yet. And although I had a good relationship with our Lord, I, uh, it just wasn't real clear to me whether I should go in yet, and also whether marriage was still a possibility for me. So what I did is I, I decided, I, I had a conversation with our Lord, and uh as these conversations go, I, I kind of made a deal with him, made a pact. And I said, Lord, if I go on to university, if you're really calling me, you'll always be calling me. I mean, you can't stop calling if it's my, really my vocation. So I'll go on to university, and if by the end of my university years I'm still feeling called to the priesthood, then I will, I will go in. Well, I went on to my my university years and after a couple of years I had a conversation with um, a particular person who had lost his faith and I started to go through a real doubting of God's existence at that point and so it was a real tough time for me um, gave me a sense of what it was like for people not to not to believe um, to not have any hope, I was saying, wow, you know, I mean, is this, what is there to life if there is no God? And so I started to ask the question, and I really didn't know whether God existed at this point, and so I just asked him, Lord, if you're there, show me. 
And I would like just to encourage at this point anybody who is out there who might be uh, doubting their faith or questioning, ask Him. Ask the Lord. He will answer. I mean, He wants us. He wants us for Himself. He wants us for, for eternity. He doesn't want anybody lost. And sometimes it's hard for us to understand some of our circumstances, but He just wants us to to give ourselves to Him. And so I really did. I tried, because I didn't know whether He was existing or not. And so I just asked Him, if you're there, show me, Lord. You, you, um, I can see everything being as it is, created by you if you exist. But if not, what is there to life? Surely, shortly, I was... Uh, graced by God to start to have a little light go on in my soul and it gave me a little hope and uh, I started to keep praying and I started to okay God is this really you you know is this what you uh, uh, you know are you really working here and um, I started to come back and it was through little little graces little miracles I started to you know, a lot of times we see uh, a lot of coincidences in our life and you know we say oh well, that was a coincidence but uh, uh I like to say it's a God incidence, you know, um, and it's because God is so involved with our life. He is, knows every intimate moment of every part of our existence. And so if he was going to be calling me uh, to himself, whether it be through a priesthood or not at this particular point, he was going to grab me because I was giving him the opportunity. And uh, that's what I'm so convinced of today. If people would just, instead of turning away, just turn towards him and give a little bit of a prayer... God will grab them. God will, will, will take them to himself and really help them along. Especially if one is being called to a priest to be a priest or religious. Uh, if God has you there, if he's really calling, then he will do everything he can to bring you along in there. And people, I believe, surely have missed that call because they weren't responding to God's graces in their life. But I give thanks to God because I give no real credit to myself at all because God was the one doing the work here and I started to come back to my faith I started to get excited about my faith I started to live it and uh, it took a while it took a good year or two but uh, as I was coming back by the end of my university years I was ready to say okay Lord well I'm kind of back I have kind of thought about being a priest again I guess I have to because I made a pact with you I'm going to go <laughs> so um I talked to this priest again, who was kind of a bit of my mentor, and he was going to try to bring me, uh, get me, give me a little letter of recommendation. And it was um, getting close already to an entrance time, and within a couple of weeks, even before he wrote the letter, um, I was just uh, having a moment after mass one day, and it just was—it's going to sound a little funny, but I just had a light saying, you know, I don't need to be a priest anymore. Now you're going to say, what? <laughs> We're talking about priesthood here, you know? And uh, and yet, I have to believe looking back that this is a moment God allowed to happen to me because I had made this kind of deal with him. He needed to free me so that it would be totally my decision, totally from my desire, which was would be his desire, of course. And so that freeing moment, uh, I even started to grow in my faith more at that point. It was wonderful. I actually started to go to daily mass. I started to pray the rosary more. Um, even met a nice young woman. Um, it was a very good, chaste relationship. We were going to daily mass together. But after a short period of time, I was uh, once again started to creep in a little bit. Priesthood, priesthood. And I heard it. You know, it's like, okay, Lord, I don't want to be a priest. I don't think not. Yeah, I. This is. I'm doing fine. I. I have a girlfriend. Um, and yet. I knew that if that's what God wanted for me, that's where I would be happiest. 
that was so key for me that I did not really want to be a priest at that point still. And yet I said, Lord, if you're calling me, then I know that's where I'll be happiest. I must I think I'd heard that somewhere before, but it just stayed with me. And I used it in a real time of, well, crisis, I guess, or a real time of, a real moment of grace, if you want to look at it that way. And that was when he started to give me the desire. Because that was what I said, God, you're going to have to give me the desire. If it's really what you want, this is what it is, that you give me the desire to do this, because your will would be my will then. My will would be your will, actually. And, uh, and I would encourage people that if you're considering a vocation or if you're, you're pondering that, sometimes it can be a little fearful today with all the different things that are going on in our society, people um, you know, that were never really encouraged to not have many possessions. You know, it's, the more possessions, the better. And you know, I'll tell you, if you're being called, then that's where you will be happiest. You may not realize it yet, but God will give you the joy of heart. And from then on, I just started to grow in my my love for for our Lord, and I really wanted to consecrate myself to Him, um, which had to be a grace, because I had at one time surely wanted marriage, and that was something that was uh, a possibility for me. But this is where God then started to draw my heart. I went on and did some volunteer work. I wanted to do some mission work in a foreign country, but it worked out I did some volunteer work in Boston, Massachusetts, it was volunteer work in a school, a poor parish, where I uh, did different things in the school. But there is where I found my Franciscan vocation. Um, a sister one time said to me, you know, I think you'd make a good Franciscan. Well, I had never really thought about it. And uh, I just started to ponder it. And, you know, and I thought, well, let's look and see. I don't know. And um, there was a, a soup kitchen down in the city. And I started to go and I would volunteer there here and there and I started to visit with the friars a little bit and over to their church and it was such a gift to to see how God was starting to blossom a vocation that I never really thought I had because at first I thought it was a diocesan vocation and yet I started to see the religious life as a real possibility now and that focus with St. Francis was starting to kind of ignite my heart and from there, it was such a joy because I started to look actually into the Franciscans and I was ready more to enter. And it was a bit late at that point. So they said, well, why don't I wait a year? So I decided that uh, I would wait. But I ended up joining this Franciscan community for a short period of time. This particular one didn't work out. So I, uh, I moved back home for a few months uh, back in California. And it was at that point that I decided to go to this Catholic university in America that was at that time a very good Catholic university that was really teaching the faith, that was really bringing people to life in their faith. And it's called the Franciscan University of Steubenville. And it was there that I went for a couple of years. I just went part-time, but I was very much convinced that God was calling me to be a priest at that point. And so I I went part-time to studies there. And it was there that I then met the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, which is the community that I am with now. Uh, And my heart just went out. And I I stayed. I went one more year to the university, even though I knew this was where God was calling me. This was where, as my vocations director said to me, the, the glove fit. It just fit. And I knew this is where God was calling me. So since then, God has been uh, very good to me in my life and always fostered that vocation to being an actual priest. I, I questioned at one point, just because I was asked whether I ever wanted to be a religious brother, 
And I said, well, I don't think so. Um, but it truly is a, a call in itself. So I discerned it. And it just was clear to me after a few months of real consistent discernment that no, God was calling me to be a priest for him. That I could bring the body and the blood, his body and his blood, real flesh and blood to people to uh, nourish them, to nourish their souls. Uh, there's so many graces in every Mass and just the, the gift to be able to say a Mass for someone or some people. The uh, ability to bring people back into relationship with the Lord was such a desire of my heart in confession. And that has been a joy of my priesthood. To, to be able to hear confessions, uh, people so broken today, people away from their faith, people coming from tragic backgrounds. Uh, it's just such a gift to see how the grace of God works through us, uh, you know, an instrument who is like anybody else, but ordained for him to bring these people back. And so it, it's humbling for me. It's very humbling for me when I am able to impart God's forgiveness upon somebody. And yet... God does so much wonders for these people's soul. So I just want to say that priesthood has been such a gift, and through the inspiration of other priests, maybe along the way, and uh, of course the saints, they've been great inspirations for me. And I just want to encourage anyone who is thinking that this is a possibility. Your life will never be the same. You will have a joy in your life that you will not want to trade for anything. Because when God calls you to himself, he calls you to new life.